Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I have a question for you, a question that is highly debated, a question a lot of people are confused over, a question that people, I think, believe is either yes or no, but I think there's a bit more detail to it than that, and that is, should you block haters? What's, what's your view on it? I am happy to hear your opinions and views in the comments below. Should you block haters. Now, I have a more detailed analysis of haters. And so first thing I'd like to do to get you to the decision to how to deal with haters is to define, first of all, the hater. What is a hater? Well, actually, a lot of people get this very wrong because a lot of people will assume a critic is a hater. A lot of people think a critic is a troll. A lot of people don't understand the difference between a critic, a troll, a hater, and a wanker. Uh, and I'm going to define those four for you on this relatively short live stream. It'll also be on my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So let's define a critic, a troll, a hater, and wanker, and then just de decide under what criteria should you block them, or, or if you don't block them, what your alternative is. So a critic is someone who has constructive feedback, sometimes wrapped emotionally in a very critical, sometimes harsh comment that you could actually learn from if you take the time to stop your triggering, to not react emotionally, and to listen to what's being said. Now, a lot of people get upset when they're criticised because we want someone to give us feedback how we want them to give feedback. You know, we say, don't we, oh, why won't people just speak to each other nicely? Why do they have to talk to me like that? Well, the problem is you don't get to decide how people criticize you. Uh, the style, the emotion, they get to decide that. So I have seen a lot of people turn a critic into a hater because they acted like a child, reacted, flipped out, wound them up, got aggressive in return, misread what they were saying and how they said it. So you should embrace critics, I believe. You should not block critics. You should want to learn from them. You should understand where they're coming from and realize that they'll teach you more than your fans. Now, Gordon, hi, Gordon on the live. He has just said, um, but some are just being complete dicks. I don't believe that complete dicks are critics by definition. I believe that complete dicks come under the wanker category that I mentioned earlier. I can see quite a few questions coming through. I'm going to answer those all too, because I think this is, this is technical, actually. Some people say, oh, block them all. Some people say, don't block them all, etc. Some people say, um, you know, discuss and debate with them. Some people say, ignore them. It depends. So 
A critic is someone that you can learn from that will give you feedback. You won't like how they say it, but there'll be truth in it. And then you can consistently learn, learn, consistently learn and improve your product and service based on what they say. And you get an ear for the market and you get an ear for what people who aren't so keen on your product and service say. An ear for what your competitors might say. And that is wisdom to get the balanced view because you're biased. And you'll probably think better of your product and service than it actually is. Right. OK. The question I want to answer, do you block your competitors who copy everything that you do? Or do you just let them uh, and keep doing you and what you do? So I'm going to come to that in a moment and answer that. So I've defined a critic. Now, I think you've got to also decide how does it make you feel? If you can transcend judgment and you, can, you have enough self-worth that what someone says about you doesn't affect and impact who you are, you don't need to block any critics. It, I think you can make a decision is what they say and how they say it harmful to me? It's hurting me. It's ruining my day. It's triggering me. I'm losing time and energy because you can lose a weekend arguing with a critic. Is this critic someone who's got valuable feedback and is balanced or who just um, wants to win an argument? There's a lovely saying, never wrestle with a pig in shit. You both get covered in shit, but the pig loves it. And there are some critics who really are more like haters. They are um, a hater in the robes of a critic who just want to draw you in for an argument. They're not interested in balance. They, when you prove them right in one area, they'll just slip into another area and wrestle and get you covered in the shit. Those people you either ignore or you block. Now, you ignore them if occasionally you need to know what they're saying because you need to have a balanced view of your industry and you need to, from time to time, check what your competitors and your critics are saying. You block them if they affect you, impact you, hurt you, trigger you and lose an hour or an hour in a day or a day in a weekend. So I'll come back to competitors in a moment. Uh, so a troll is not a critic and a troll is not a hater. A troll is a fake profile. So a critic is often not a fake profile. A troll is a fake profile. Trolling is illegal. You should report trolls. Uh, trolls can lead people to suicide. Trolls can really affect people's um, brand and reputation and business. And trolls should be reported to all social media platforms that they're on. And then they should be blocked. A hundred percent. But a critic is not a troll. And a hater is not a troll. And if you call a, a critic or a hater a troll, you'll make them even more of a hater. So get that clear. OK, a hater is someone who hates the industry, who hates what you represent, they don't hate you because they don't know you unless you turned them into a hater because you went at them when they're a critic. So be mindful that you can either turn critics into followers or fans or at least critics into people who respect you, even if they don't agree with you in how you handle them. Or you can turn a critic into a hater. So there are two types of haters, a hater that you've turned into a hater or hates things about you because you've clashed with them. 
um, or I've got a bad experience with you, and you've got to own that. Too many people go, oh, fuck the haters. Everyone's a hater. You're a hater. Dealing in bad service and not looking after their clients and not um, conversing with the critics properly. But then the other kind of hater is the one that hates the industry, the one that hates themselves, the one that hates what you trigger in them, what they hate about them when they were young, or they tried your business and failed, or they've got nothing better to do, or they hate their life, or they haven't been late since 1985. Now, that hater should be uh, blocked, reported if they break and violate any rules of service of social media groups. Um, they should be blocked 100%. Now, it's often wise um, to still keep an eye on what's going on in your industry. You need to know what people are saying about you or your company if you want to transcend and grow uh, and you know, get a balanced view. You need to know what the complainers are saying, the people who ask for refunds are saying, the fans are saying, the followers are saying, the critics are saying, the haters are saying. But you want to remove being triggered because when you're triggered, it ruins your day, your week, and then you react and then you make it worse. So you block the pure haters and the trolls, but then you have a way of keeping an eye on your industry. Maybe you have another account. Maybe you have a PA, a VA or an outsourcer who hasn't blocked them so they can keep an eye on what's doing. Uh, now, what I do is I have PAVA outsourcers. They keep an eye on the industry. They, they now know to ignore what is petulance or something petty or irrelevant. Uh, but anything big and anything that I need to know, they either review and summarize for me or they share me a link. Now, there was someone who went and posted in a few groups, essentially criticizing an event of mine, even though really it, was, it wasn't my event. It was a really, really long ago trainer that we did a few things with for not very long. Uh, in fact, 2014, I believe. Um, and there was a load of people going on bashing um, training, bashing, excuse me, bashing us, even though, you, you know, we, we were only really vicariously involved. Um, we've done a, a lot that we don't have to do to try and help. So I read the original post. I decided it was wise for me to put one view across to help or reach out to help the person um, and to just put my side of balance in a non-emotional way and then leave. Didn't read any of the other comments. Didn't read all the nonsense. A load of the usual haters are saying I had a quick scroll. Oh, yeah. Usual name, usual name, usual name, usual name. Hate themselves. Hate the industry. Tried and failed. A skin. Bitter. Twisted. Ignore all them. Now, there's some people in there who've got... Um, fair opinions and uh, are maybe more balanced. Great. Ignored all that. Did my post left. That was the right thing to do. It wasn't right to block. It wasn't right to read all the comments because it would have just pissed me off. Um, and I, I didn't need that. So I kind of need, needed to protect myself from losing my weekend. These things often, often happen on a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. People have had a drink, bang it on. So, um, you know, you often lose um, some your, your time and emotion. What about when you're supposed to be seeing your kids, when you're supposed to be living your life? Okay, so do you block competitors? Um, I think it depends how you feel about them. If you get triggered, upset, emotional, angry, if you get distracted, if they take hours of your day away, I believe you should block them because it is such a distraction. I think it was Churchill that said something like, if you stop and shoot at every dog that barks, you'll never get to your destination. And never a truer word spoken. So I think it depends how you feel about it. But if you learn to transcend it by thinking, I'm grateful, it means I'm going places, it's normal, 
Um, they are there to challenge me to grow. And you can use it as a way to grow and develop and um, get more resilience and grit. Then that's a gift. You can always unblock later. So if it really bothers you, block. You could have a PA or VA watch, tip you off with anything you need to know. Um, and then uh, over time, if you feel that you've mastered it, then you can unblock. Um, so really, it depends on, on how it affects you personally. When you say just let them, um, do you just uh, let them and keep doing you? Well, they're going to do what they do anyway. And they may actually be inspired by you. And what you believe they're doing, they may not be doing. And you, you perceive that they copy you when, in fact, maybe they were inspired by you. Or maybe they're not copying you, but they think that you are. Or maybe they are a bit. Or even if they are a lot, that drives you for innovation. Like the market of capitalism and the, the nature of competition. All the best ideas you've had have probably been, in, in, in a way, partly thanks to your competition because they force you to grow and innovate. Because what you used to do, you want to innovate through because now everyone is doing it. And I'm copied all the time. Black Friday. Now, here's the irony. I didn't um, invent Black Friday, but I created something unique for Black Friday. Then all my competitors copied me. All of them. Some of them. Notice my language there. We all say all our competitors. No, just some. And then I decided to innovate and to recreate and to redesign. And they forced me to do so. I did a special Valentine's Day offer. They'll all be copying that. Not all, some. Because less are doing it than you think. When you think all are doing it, five might be doing it. Because we have this myopia and this cognitive bias. So they force you to innovate, to redesign. And your competitors, I think that they, that they are the main drives of you getting better and better and better and better, which is increasing your quality of your product and your service to your clients. So in that regard, I, I'd look to embrace it where I can, but you've just got to notice how you feel uh, and, and whether you're triggered. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mike, Michael here has said on the live, if you've had enough, just block them. And I agree with that because your time and your life and your energy and your happiness is worth too much. And by the way, it turns you into a bitcher, a moaner, a complainer. And who wants to be that? And bitching and moaning and complaining and defending and justifying take so long. If you could eradicate that, you're going to have three hours a day back in your life that you could put into income generating tasks. Um, Catherine, if you've said what about in your group, do you mean if you have a critical troll or a hater in your group? Well, it's all about your guidelines because I allow critics in my group. And as long as they follow the rules, they're allowed to criticize me or my products or services, because I think that makes me stay true and always improving my products and services, and it keeps me careful and wise and balanced. Um, and I think it also shows complete integrity and surety in who I am and what I do. And I don't find it, I don't find that a group owners have integrity when they just block and ban and delete anyone and everything just because they said something they don't like or they're a competitor or they feel threatened or they don't like what someone says. I just think, you know, that's, that's not the way to lead a group but have really clear guidelines so that they can't troll, they can't hate. Um, and, and, and if they break the rules, then you can um, put them on post approval or you can exit them from the group. Now, by the way, I've exited people from the group. Having given them five chances in the group, I've exited them uh, and then they've gone and bitched about me or my company on social media. It's happened 30 times. And, uh, you know, that winds you up and you think, you know what, that's not fair. And blah, and one guy who did it recently, he's actually given quite a lot of value in our community over the years. Um, broken the rules plenty of times, of course. Oh, I've never broken the rules. You know, claims uh, uh, complete uh, innocence, even though um, it's nonsense. 
I didn't want to remove him because his, his value is quite good. Um, but I have to be fair to everyone else, the other 27,000 people who are following the rules. And in the end, I thought enough is enough. And you're not reading the rules and you're not listening. So I removed him. And then a massive slating of me and my, com well, my company on social media. And everyone else going, yeah, all, all the other critics going, yeah, yeah, got banned as well. Yeah, my post got banned. Didn't do anything wrong. Oh, yeah, bollocks. Yeah. So I read it. It annoyed me. I put one post up uh, in a, a balanced, non-emotional state. Um, he replied. He was trying to goad everyone in, replying to everyone's reply, and I just left and gone and done. Uh, and, you know, I'm OK. Uh, and um, I got annoyed for 10 minutes, and then I'm over it. And that's OK to get annoyed, by the way. It's not like we're robots and we're cold and we don't have feelings. I have feelings. I'm certainly much more res resilient than I used to be. Um, but that's not a fair post. It's not an accurate post. He is wrong, but a lot of his... Followers or people who don't like um, our company, when, when I say a lot, 10. And who are they? The usual 10 who bitch and moan about everybody else. Um, you know, at least they're all together in one place. So now I can watch them all and I know what you like. So let's summarise then, and you're the final chance for stars for the supporters group and this video. If they are a critic, try and learn from them, embrace them, try and win them over, try and watch them and listen to them. But no critics are the same. They're all different. Some are fair and balanced. Some are almost a hater, but not quite. I believe you should not block these and you should embrace these and learn these to test you, to grow, to improve, to innovate and to have more resilience. Because if you want to, for example, lead, inspire, get a bigger following and get out there more, you're going to have the, the trade off. The absolute cost is way more critics, trolls and haters. Way more. A, a troll is not a critic. A troll is not a hater. A troll is a fake profile. That is illegal. Block them, ban them, report them. We need to get rid of them because trolls lead to suicide. Uh, and, and trolls, they're professional at goading you in, at ruining and damaging your business. Um, often they're competitors, um, you know, un under fake profiles. They need to be rid. A hater, um, you can either have fun with them, joke with them, I know some people um, take the I'll joke and have some banter with them. Some people take the I'll have some sympathy with them and try and um, care for them. Uh, but if that affects you in any way emotionally and you lose time, I just recommend you, you block. Uh, then you have uh, someone else who watches over all these blocked people so that um, you know what's going on in your industry. And then a wanker. You can't deal with a wanker. You can't wrestle with a pig and shit. Because a pig loves to get covered in shit, uh, 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 so you can't win with wrestling with a pig and shit. If you stop and shoot at every dog that barks, you'll never get to your destination. So hopefully that helps about dealing with critics, trolls, haters and wankers. And remember, the most important thing is your energy, your passion, your enthusiasm, your happiness, your time. Energy is time. What you think about is time. Uh, and I know for those of you that this really affects this hours a day and you can get rid of that. Um, but it isn't a one size fits all. And I hope that this content really helps you. Um, now, what are your rules for dealing with critics, trolls, haters and wankers? And I believe the following will really help you. Number one is be grateful for all. It's easy to be grateful for things that are good. It's harder to be grateful that that um, this seems uh, challenging or difficult or pain, painful for you. So this is brilliant quote from John Demartini. There's a sh nearly got it wrong there. <laughs> John Demartini, one of my mentors, um, past and present, uh, and all of his content I love. Um, there is a blessing in every stressing. John Demartini, there is a blessing in every stressing. 
So if you take the view there's a blessing in every critic, there's a blessing in every um, hate, there's a blessing in every trolling, I can always learn something about managing social media, managing myself, managing my emotions, the way that I deal with it. So I'm being grateful for all of it, not just the good. You will learn more from your critics than you learn from your fans. So embracing the lessons from your critics, even if you don't agree with them, even if you don't like them or like how they, um, you know, they present the information. I think being professional and consistent at all times, not reacting and lashing out emotionally unless it's controlled, unless it's measured, unless you know what you're doing. Um, I, I know sometimes a lash out and an emotional post and a big rant can get really good reach. And as long as you're aware of what you're doing and you're not doing it, like in, in a childish or in, in an out of control way, I think it's fine. But I think if you can hold your hand high uh, and I think if uh, your hand or even your head uh, and, um, you know, deal, um, act with professionalism and grace and humility through these times of challenge, I think in the long run, people will go, wow, people don't look at you um, and, and overly judge you when you're being criticised. And anyone that changes their opinion of you just because you get criticised once probably isn't worth, you know, being, um, you know, a follower, a fan or a customer of yours. But when you handle it with grace, with humility, with a gratitude, then people really admire and respect you as a leader. Um, and, you know, there will be followers and fans for many years to come. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, I love you. You are awesome. And if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. 